0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and be Monday, or you know, as happy a Monday as can be. But good news—we've got a brand new episode of this very show, Lockdown Blue Jackets, here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am, as always, your host Jay Foster. Who are this season's top fifty NHL players? Find out on the Lockdown NHL Podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner are going to be revealing the top fifty players as voted on by our local experts across the Lockdown NHL Network of podcasts. You can subscribe to Lock. On nhl on youtube make sure you turn your notifications on so you never miss an episode tomorrow they're going to be releasing players 31 through 40 and there might be some surprises in there you never know uh, but as for today on this very show uh i sat down over the weekend with jared brown of draft pro hockey to talk about our top picks this season our top draft picks that should say we're going to be talking uh kent johnson Today, which should be very exciting. Uh, We picked him fifth overall in the most recent NHL entry draft, so I'll uh, just get right into it. So, the Blue Jackets got, uh, well, an ungodly number of uh, new prospects at the entry draft this season. I believe we drafted nine uh, new players, Uh, but the most exciting ones are the three players that we got in the first round. Uh, And I thought, well, I don't know a ton about prospects, so I will find someone who does. Uh, so I've got Jared Brown here, who is the head scout of Draft Pro Hockey. Uh, and he's here to tell us all about uh, Kent Johnson, Cole Sillinger, and Corson Goolmans. So thanks for, uh, thanks for giving me some time and uh, hopefully teaching me some some new things about our new children. <laughs>
1: Thanks for having me on Jay. Yeah. No, I uh I can uh share as much knowledge as I uh know with the the three of them to uh give a better look see at what Columbus got in those three first rounders.
0: Perfect. So I guess let's uh let's start off with with Kent Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. I, who I feel like a lot of people were surprised by that pick. I know I was pretty surprised by that pick, um, but I think when McTavish went third overall to the Ducks, I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe we're going to pick up uh, Kent Johnson here. And yeah. the the scouting seems to be mostly, oh, this kid is a lot of fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, you know, is the, like, what's the, what's past the surface level for, for Johnson beyond, you know, oh, this kid is exciting to watch?
1: Well, I, I think... Um, one thing you're you're getting with uh, Ken Johnson is a guy who is a pretty determined player, um, and you have to go more into his background to, to learn about that. Uh, I think it's, you know, he, he was drafted in the WHL Bantam draft uh, when they, you know, they, they get drafted at uh, 14 years old, you know, one year younger than the OHL and the QMJHL, the other two uh, CHL leagues. Um, and when Ken Johnson was drafted in the WHL, he was listed at five foot. He was, he was, he was very, uh, he was a tiny kid. Um, and now he's listed at six feet, six one. And that's partly a, uh, a reason for him being, um, you know, kind of uh, slim in, uh his type of frame, uh, you know, he's got a lot of physical maturing to to be had um, and he's gonna benefit from uh, spending another year with the University of Michigan with the upcoming season. Um, so I think, you know, you're just getting someone who's very determined. He's had to overcome a lot of hurdles um, in his uh, younger career. And now that he's at, you know, maybe the average height for an NHL player, um, he's able to showcase his elite talent a little bit more. And I think that's, you know, the selling point for Kent Johnson is a guy who he, he can, he's going to drive the offense and I, I fully expect him to be able to drive the offense at the, the NHL level. Um, this was a guy that, you know, when I scouted and, and I scouted the rest of the draft class uh, watching Kent Johnson, I really came, uh, came away thinking this guy could actually be the top offensive player in the draft and five to seven years down the road, we see, Ken Johnson being the one that has the most points out of his draft class uh, at that time. Um, and, you know, maybe he's not going to be as impactful as some of the players that went in front of him, but he's got enough offensive talent to be um, in the running for uh, the top score uh, in the NHL for, for, you know, uh, for, you know, consecutive years. How much, um,
0: How much developing do you think he has to do before he's NHL ready? Obviously he's already committed to going back to uh, the university Mm -hmm. of Michigan next season. Do you think it's likely that he stays there for a couple of years or do you think we'll get a case of um, maybe, you know, if the blue jackets kind of beat the odds, make the playoffs, do you think he Mm -hmm. could join them then? Or do you think he's probably probably going to stay in, in Michigan for at least, at least this season and maybe next season?
1: So, uh, Ken Johnson was one of the players that, uh, in, you know, with, with our rankings in our top 10 rankings, more specifically, we we looked at Ken Johnson as one of those players that would be a little bit more, you know, he'd be a few more years away than some of the other players. Um, and, you know, I'll throw out the names of players that like went after him, William Eklund, you know, the, the late, uh, birthday Swedish, uh. Forward who was playing with the SH, playing in the SHL the top Swedish league last year, you know he's closer to NHL ready than Ken Johnson. Even Brandt Clark who went eighth overall to the LA Kings, uh, even though he he missed a full season with the OH, uh, OHL cancellation. Coming up in a
0: minute, I've got more of my conversation with Jared, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online because it's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the latest updated odds, props, and contests at Bet Online. And if you head to the website or your mobile device to sign up today, you receive a 100% welcome bonus with the promo code LOCKED ON or one word. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, all the way through to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Once again, that is BetOnline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: to answer your question yeah there's still a lot of developing that needs to be done with ken johnson um and the areas of that you know the developing that he needs is uh his defensive consistency his uh his physical strength like i uh like i touched on earlier he's you know a very um physically immature uh player right now and that's not you know a shot that's just him growing into his body he's he's, you know he's a late birthday October I'm an October birthday as well so I know the pain of you know having to grow into your body a little later than some of your peers so um, and that just comes with you know a lack of physical maturity and and, you know that's something that easily can be fixed obviously it's something that you spend more year uh, spend more time in the gym uh, a nutrition coach, um, and, you know, I'm sure he's going to get that with Columbus and obviously with uh, the University of Michigan. Um, he, he's someone that uh, you can compare him to Toronto Maple Leafs uh, star winger Mitch Marner and how Mitch, you know, Marner's not the biggest player either, but he's very dynamic and a high-end offensive player who, you know, m- may shy away from contact, Ken Johnson does that right now. You know, you he, he, he will see him kind of pull away from uh, physical areas of the game, and that's something he's going to need to correct and, and show a little bit more um, aggression in his game. Um, so I, obviously it's reported that he's going to spend another year at the University of Michigan. Um, I'd expect one more year as well. So he would be going into um, – uh, his his third season with University of Michigan, and then after that, I could see him com- uh, competing for a spot with the Columbus Blue Jackets roster. So, one of the things that we kind of went into this draft
0: pretty pretty desperate for is center depth. And I talked to I you know I talked I talked to a couple of guys uh, with the lockdown Podcast Network here. I talked to a couple of scout guys, scouting guys. Um, and the issue with a lot of what people are considering to be, like, the top-end centers in this draft felt like there was only really a couple of them that were mm-hmm. NHL centers. I know um, is e- 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 Eklund was, was listed as a center, but yep. he's mm-hmm. probably going to play wing. Is Kent Johnson yeah. the kind of guy that you think can play center in the NHL, or should we maybe pencil him in for someone who's going to play wing but can, you know probably take a couple of face-offs if if need be I know it's hard to kind of speculate now with him still really developing but do you think he's a guy that can kind of make that make that step and play center in the in the NHL
1: well, it's, it's a, a very important question to be had right now, with especially with that selection of Ken Johnson, because I know I think a lot of places has him listed as a center. We even had him listed as a center um, when we released our draft guide, but um, I think he's best fit as a winger moving forward. Um, unless you see him improve his defensive play and his in his game away from the puck, where he's a little bit more engaged and he's uh, creating more turnovers and Um, in doing that he's going to have to sacrifice some of the offensive uh, skill and the offense you know the offensive tendencies that he has in his game he's going to have to you know reel those back if he wants to play more of a uh, a 200 foot two-way center game Um, and if you do that I think you're you're diminishing some of Ken Johnson's talent so I think for him, he's best suited on the wing where he can focus on just being a ultra skilled winger that is driving the offense for his line. And then, you know, if you can get him uh, playing alongside a 200 uh, foot centerman, um, then that, that is, in my opinion, would be the best case scenario for Columbus and Ken Johnson. Um, like I said, if, unless he improves in those areas, I, I just think he, he is better suited as a, a winger and and like you said there was a lot of players that you know in this draft where there was only a couple of them that were really like natural centermen. and um, Columbus in need of finding a natural centerman they they didn't have the best uh, pick of the litter uh, with uh, almost any of their first rounders unfortunately it was just a poor it was a poor draft uh, draft class for natural centermen. but there, there's the potential Ken Johnson can get there, but I would, if I was a fan for the Blue Jackets, I'd pencil him in as more of a a winger uh, when he makes the NHL. Coming up in a minute, I've got
0: more of my conversation with Jared, but first I want to tell you about Bill Bar because Bill Bar is back, it is better than ever, it's got a ton of delicious regular flavours, and they've got some uh, limited time flavours all the time. I believe the most recent is Raspberry Cheesecake, which sounds amazing as for the regular flavors they've got coconut they've got raspberry they've got salted caramel they've got orange i had an orange one for breakfast this morning and it was super good and not only are built bars flavors the best tasting they're good for you as well so if you're trying to uh lose some of that lockdown padding like me then built bar is great for that or if you are you know a real serious athlete like say the u.s track and field team which uh is officially sponsored by Built Bar, then they are for you as well, or anywhere in between those two. But here's the best part: if you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D15, for 15% off at built.com. I've also got to tell you about Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbour's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. D-I-R-E-C-T-V.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yeah, it was tough because I I originally went into the draft thinking, okay, we're probably going to take a defenseman. We lost okay. a lot of defensemen over the past kind of couple of seasons. Then, you know, Seth Jones asks out and I was like, okay, well, we, we have like four defensemen total in the organization right now. Yeah. Um, so I had kind of penciled in a guy like Edvinson or Brand Clark, mm-hmm. you mentioned, uh, went eighth overall to the LA Kings. Um, but I I actually really like this. This selection. Um, if it turns out that he can play center, then even better. But right now, I think what the Columbus has needed is a guy like, you know, like you you compared him to to Mitch Marner. We haven't really got a mm-hmm. highlight real guy. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Liney, who you know, if if we manage to keep hold of him, then you know, there's the potential there. We have some guys that are, I think, very underrated, but. I think the, and like I said, right at the start of this, the, the thing about Kent Johnson is he's mm-hmm. exciting. He's, he's flashy. He's mm-hmm. a player that I think you could build a, um, you can build a line around a guy like that, I think is, is what's exciting. You know, he might not be the best, the most defensive player in the world. He might not be the player in the world, the player that can hit the hardest, but if he can get people like out of their seats um, especially in a, a town like Columbus, who are just waiting <laughs> for someone like that. I think, yeah, Ken Johnson is is a, a really a really solid pick. Um, yeah. But yeah, what did what? So what do you think of him going fifth overall? Because that was I thought probably a little bit higher than I expected.
1: It it was a little bit higher, um, you know, and like you said, some of the names available there I, I probably would have went with a couple of the other options um William Eklund and Brant Clark would have been two other options I, I probably would have went with for Johnson but that's not to say Johnson's a bad pick at number five uh th- this draft class ranking from one to ten even you could throw in maybe one to twelve or whatever it, it was it was tight it, it was you know it was one of the the closest um draft class you know in terms of talent and potential and uh projections uh you know so i I could i could see Kent johnson going top five i could see him going around eight nine or ten it was just so close and it comes down to really um personal and teams uh Uh, their their needs or you know how they view you know obviously we saw the Ottawa Senators pick Tyler Boucher at number 10 which threw everyone off course I mean but that's that's Ottawa Senators guy that you know their management said you know what we really like Tyler Boucher he may not be available in the second round we let's pick him here at number 10 and they don't think that's a uh, you know, the August centers obviously didn't think that was a, uh, a reach for Tyler Boucher and Columbus probably doesn't think that with Ken Johnson either. I mean, you know, you have to trust your scouts. You have to trust the guys who put in the work. And um, so I'm not, I'm not entirely surprised to see Ken Johnson go number five. Um, and I completely agree with what you were saying just uh, previously there, like Ken Johnson's a player that you can build your, you can build a line around. I mean, he is a, a high end offensive player that he, he does literally pull you out of your seat. He's, you know, he's fancy. He's a guy who you would want at the all-star game, you know, pulling off tricks or in the shootout or whatever. Like he, he is, you know, the most, he, he was the most exciting prospect uh, in this, in this past draft class. And I think Columbus, you know, even though there was a couple other players that would have went above them um, for their team need, I can, Completely understand why they selected Ken Johnson at number five, and I—I I don't think it's a bad pick. Yeah,
0: I feel like every single draft ranking I saw had different players between like, yeah, like three and twelve. We'll say because yeah. I feel like it was pr- probably Owen Power number one and Matt Veneers number two had kind of been pretty pretty well like yeah. predicted by everyone. But I feel like between three and twelve, it could have been like I feel like I saw a different. Order of guys from literally every draft ranking that that I saw. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, and I mean we've we've done we've done okay with with guys that were considered you know quote unquote reaches in the past. I mean, everyone was shocked when we picked Dubois over Puyavi. and like obviously Dubois mm-hmm. not with the team anymore. But for the first four years, everyone was like, well, that was you know that was a great choice. Pierre Dubois kind of became a number one cinnamon on the team and Puyavi I believe played in the KHL for or played in Sweden for a couple of years um, yeah. so it's uh, we have a we have a pretty good track record with with uh, first round reaches I think and that's about all I've got for today tomorrow I'm going to be sitting down again with Jared and uh, this time we're going to be talking Cole Sillinger, who we picked 12th overall in the draft because we just have so many gosh darn first round draft picks from the most recent draft Uh, so I'm excited for that, I hope you're excited for that, Uh, this has been Locked On Blue Jackets, I've been Jay Foster, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R, you can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets, and if you have comments, questions, criticism, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com, Enjoy the rest of your day, Blue Jackets fans, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.